Yivamos, Perg Yud Dalet, this is the 14th chapter of Masechus Yivamos, and our topic for this chapter is the Cheresh and Chereshet. A Cheresh is a deaf mute, and Chereshet is the female form of such a person. And the halacha is that someone who's a deaf mute is considered to be lacking in das, in mental capacity, to the point that they are not able to effect a kinyan. They can't transfer ownership or rights in things, and since marriage, kedushin, entails the transfer of ishus rights, of marriage rights, from her to him. So if either player, meaning the husband, would-be husband, or the would-be wife, is a cheresh or chereshet, so then they are unable to get married on a doraisa level. Nevertheless, the rabbi said that rabbinically, a cheresh or chereshet, or both a cheresh and chereshet, can get married, but their marriage is rabbinic in nature, which means that although they're married, um, to dissolve that marriage, all they need is a quote-unquote rabbinic get, meaning a divorce, a get that has the power of rabbinic sanction, which a cheresh and chereshet do have. And therefore, if you have a cheresh and a chereshet getting married, or even one of the two of them are a cheresh or a chereshet, and then they can get divorced, it's not a problem, um, because both the marriage and divorce are rabbinic in nature. Where things get complicated is if they both started being healthy, so they're called pikrim, a pikeach is the opposite of a cheresh, a perfectly fine person of, of sound mind. And then, let's say that he becomes a cheresh. So now he's a cheresh, he lacks the sufficient capacity now to effect a divorce. And since he only can effect divorce on a rabbinic level, but his marriage is a doraisa marriage, he won't be able to effect that divorce. Okay, that's essentially the, the primary moving points over here in terms of of marriage. Now let's talk about divorce more for a moment. The rules when it comes to divorce is that uh, a man, as we just said, needs to be able to, you know, do it midas. He has to know what he's doing, and um, not just baratzim, but also midas. He has to understand it. As far as a woman receiving her get on a doraisa level, forget the rabbinic overlay, but on a doraisa level, a, ma- a woman can be divorced even if it's not. Luritsona, even if it's not by her will, she doesn't need to consent to it or agree to it. It can be against her will. It's called balkorcha. Um, but she does need to have enough das to understand that she's divorced. That really has, um, it's a two-pronged test. The first is she understands that she's divorced, meaning like she doesn't come back to her, you know, bedroom the next night as if she still lives there. No, she understands she's no longer living in that house. And number two, she's able to keep her get. That is, she understands that this get needs to be saved. This is her ticket to getting remarried, whatever the story is, and therefore she doesn't lose it. She protects it, especially as, you know, a valuable document. If she lacks the mental capacity to do either or both of those things, then she cannot be divorced. Um, because she lacks sufficient ability. But the fact that she's a chereshet alone doesn't mean that she can't do those things. A chereshet, we assume, um, under normal circumstances, could understand these things. Um, and that being the case, a chereshet can be divorced. With that said, um, the mission now says inside, cheresh shenasa pikachat. If you have a man who's a deaf mute, who marries a woman who's a pikachat, she's of sound mind and body, so that marriage is a is a Durabanan marriage because he's only a cheresh, therefore it can only affect a Durabanan rabbinic marriage. Upikeach shenasa chereshet, and same goes if you have the male is a pikeach, he's healthy and fine, but he marries a chereshet, a woman who is a deaf mute. So again, that's only rabbinic. That marriage has got rabbinic sanction, but only got the power rabbinically. Midorais looks they can't be married. The Mishnah says, Imratza Yotzi. If he wants, later on, he could deliver a get to her and she could be divorced, whether he is the Pikeach or she's the Pikeach, because Pikachat. Because in both cases, um, the marriage is a Durbanan marriage and the divorce is a Durbanan divorce.
Vimratza Yikayim. And similarly, this is really just for parallelism for later on in the parak and the Mishnah. If he wants to stay married to her, he could stay married to her. It doesn't add, a, add more information, really. It's, that's obvious in and of itself. So they can be married. Kashem Shu Konas Burmiza, just as he will bring her into the marriage through some kind of rudimentary sign language. Kahu Motsi Burmiza, he will similarly divorce her using some kind of rudimentary sign language. Pikech Shnatsa Pikachat, however, if a healthy man marries a healthy woman, Venis Harsha, and then she becomes a deaf mute. Imratza Yotzi. If he wants, he still can divorce her because he can give her a get. And that get will be given and made clear to her, I'll call it through sign language, that she's being divorced. She understands she's divorced and provided she understands she's divorced and keeps her get. So then she can be divorced even though she may lack das. And therefore, perhaps um, we don't know if she really wants to be divorced. It doesn't matter. She can be divorced against her will. As long as she can understand she's divorced, then she is divorced. Vimratza Yikayim. There's no problem, similarly, with him staying married to this woman, even though she became a deaf-mute. In contrast, nishtases, if she becomes a shota, nishtates means she becomes she becomes um, mentally incompetent. So she becomes, like let's call it psychotic, okay? Schizophrenic, something like this. So she kind of loses touch with reality, and therefore she no longer, she's, she's no longer of sound mind. That being the case, lo yotzi, she may not be divorced. Now, really, again, if she's not so sufficiently detached from reality that she can understand she's getting divorced, he says, you know, goodbye and don't come back, and she understands that means not to come back, that would be a Doraisa divorce. Nevertheless, the rabbi said, you may not divorce your wife if she's become a shota, because a woman who's mentally unwell um, really will be, you know, taken advantage of if she's left, you know, sent out, you know, sent packing onto the streets, and we don't want that to happen. Therefore, the rabbi said, if a wife became a shota, mentally incompetent, so now it's forbidden to divorce her. There is a machlokas shown on what happens if one actually abrogates the Durban and nevertheless goes and divorce her anyways. So it's a machlokas Roshonim. The Rambam says after the fact she is divorced. Um, however, the Shulchan Aruch brings both Shitas and Roshonim, and the Ramah brings the Yishom, that she can't be, she cannot be divorced. She's just not allowed to and not capable of divorcing her by rabbinic um, force. She has to marry. Nisharesh who owned Nishtata, if he started out being of sound mind, but then he becomes a deaf mute, or he becomes mentally unwell and therefore incompetent, Eina Motsi Olamis, now he's never able to divorce her, because we require him to have Das, and once he's mentally incompetent, he lacks sufficient Das to divorce his wife. That includes both if he's a deaf mute or if he is, you know, mentally, you know, unwell. Amr Biochan ben Nur, Biochan ben Nur says, wait a second. Mibne maha ishesh nishtachra yotzes, va ish shinishcharesh enomotzi. Why should it be different for a man and a woman? Why should it be that a woman who becomes a chareshet? should be able to be divorced, but a man who becomes a cherish should not be able to be divorced. Meaning, his point is, they should both equally be unable to be divorced. Meaning, even if the woman becomes a chereshet, she should now no longer be allowed to be divorced. To that, the rabbi's response is, Amrlo, they said to him, You can't compare a man who's divorcing a woman to a woman who's getting divorced. 
A woman can be divorced against her will. So we don't need her buy-in here. So the fact that she became a chareshet is not going to stop him from being able to divorce her. She's able to understand she's divorced, and that's sufficient. She doesn't have to really acknowledge and agree. She has to just accept. However, a man only can effect a divorce if he's consensual, if he's agreeing to it and wants to divorce her. And we are assuming that a man, once he becomes a deaf-mute, no longer has sufficient mental capacity to express such a will and consent. And even if he would express express such a will, like he writes it down, I'm of sound mind and I want to divorce my wife and here is our get, even then we're still concerned that he is not of sound mind sufficiently to effect this get and therefore she would remain married to him. Now, Rabbi Yochan Minuri um, understands, of course, the principle of her needing, him needing, him not needing to get her consent. However, he holds, Rabbi Yochan Minuri holds, that just as when it comes to a shota, a mentally incompetent woman who's like mentally unwell, she's forbidden to be divorced because um, she can't necessarily protect and fend for herself. Um, so to a Haresh, it should be in the same category, and therefore he wants that she should have be afforded the similar protections and not be allowed to be divorced um, once she becomes uh, a Haresh.